Hello, hello. It's Teresa and Carol, and welcome to our new episode of Conversations with Friends. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we are so happy to have you back here. And we hope you're well and that your hearts are happy and fulfilled. Today is Monday, so we have a new week coming up, and I'm honestly so excited for my birthday on Friday. Of course, she's going to mention that one. <laughs> she's talking about it all week. I'm serious. Not even all week. I think I'm even like Always. three weeks before. Like, oh my god, next month's my birthday. What should I? What, what do? What do I want? <laughs> but uh, anyways, like you said, it's Monday. So um, yeah, start of the week. I always feel like Mondays have a really bad reputation. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, when you're in school, it's kind of annoying because like the weekend is over. But I don't know. I just feel like. I kind of like after the weekend and you can just reset and like new week, new me and just be like, okay, it's Monday. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe that's just a really unpopular opinion of mine, but I personally like think Tuesdays are worse. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, the start of the week is over, but like I'm in the week now, but it's so far away from the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I just really don't like Tuesdays. But anyways, since it's Monday, it's the perfect day for the start of the week to set an intention Mm -hmm. so carol what is your intention for the week um first of all get really drunk on friday no i'm joking (laughs) no you're not joking (laughs) um but yeah i was actually reading about this today and um i read about this guy and he was talking about goals and setting goals and always trying to um fulfill them and he was he had the opinion that we should not talk about goals, but talk about intentions. So Mm -hmm. just instead of setting a goal and setting a thousand to-do lists, you should just think about an intention you want for the week or for the month or for the whole year. And I think my intention for this week is gratitude and just to appreciate everything that I have. Do you have an intention? Get drunk on friends. <laughs> As well. I think no, I think that's a really good one, honestly. Like being grateful, I think you should always have that intention. And I think just to be more in the moment, mm-hmm. I think that's always one of my struggles as well, because I just don't really not I try to do it, but I'm really bad at it. But anyways, <laughs> um, today I wanna take you along what our topic is for the day. And uh, today we're talking about our gap year in Australia and just in general going abroad and yeah, how Carol and I met and why we went to Australia, but also focusing on the lessons we learned during our gap year and yeah, lessons that we like took home with us and still look back on and mm-hmm. also just in general like reflecting on how it changed us and why you should go abroad too if you're thinking about it and um yeah it was such a special experience for us I think we definitely looking back now grew so much but yeah we're going to talk about that a bit more later um but yeah since Carol's the first one that <laughs> went to Australia why don't you just tell us why 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 yeah, why <laughs> such a deep question why, why on the beach <laughs> Honestly, um, for me, it was a very, very spontaneous decision because, you know, I finished school in 2018 and I was just, you know, doing the usual, just relaxing after school, after having studied so much. And then I was working at some cafes and just kind of trying to figure out what I want. And during that time, I had a few of my friends that um, decided to go to Australia and they already had kind of planned it for a very long time. And I was still a bit lost in if I should, you know, stay in Germany or if I should go somewhere. And I thought the idea of Australia sounded pretty cool. And I think it's quite like 
a very common thing for Germans to go to Australia. Mm, it is. Yeah, after school. But I didn't really think of like anything of that idea. So I kind of had a few months passing and then it was already 2019 and I started talking more to those people that were already in Australia and they just kind of really inspired me to go because everything mm -hmm. that they were experiencing there sounded so nice. And the country and Australia, the sunshine was kind of a really big motivation for me to go as well. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my mom just said one, one day, I think it was end of January and she was like Carol why don't you just go mm -hmm. she was kind of like pushing me a little and you know I was after that I was like okay I'm just gonna go for three months and I'm gonna start studying so I kind of want to have a bit of a an experience before and then I kind of booked my flight I booked my visa which was a very like even easier than I thought it was gonna be <laughs> um so yeah I booked my flight and I was just so excited I even had those like countdowns where you could put it into an app and oh, it would say like yeah. 13 days left and yeah and then I just went on a plane and came to um, Sydney and my plan was actually to travel a little bit so stay in Sydney um, work a little bit and then travel mm -hmm. which is kind of the usual thing which mm -hmm. a lot of people do but I ended up just staying in Sydney <laughs> best thing ever <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that a bit a little bit later as well but. yeah but um after yeah I came there in March 2019 and you know was living there and a few months in I met Teresa when did you when did you come to Australia I came in August mm -hmm. so like end of winter <laughs> didn't expect it to be that cold actually so pro tip really look into the weather because yeah or into the temperature that australia will have where you're going to because like i thought sydney is going to be like 30 degrees and i only have one jacket <laughs> but yeah anyways i met carol was probably the best day of your life when you oh, met yeah. me <laughs> but uh, i met carol i think also like around like really early in i think i was like state so when i arrived i stayed in a hostel for the first three weeks I think mm -hmm. uh, in King's Cross and uh, I got a job through a friend of mine uh, a person who later became my friend actually we had like mutual friends and then she was like oh I work at this place just come you have a trial and she was also friends with Carol so yeah. um, I had a trial at this workplace and I was already kind of like you already like if you go to a new place you get thrown in the cold water and I was like okay well trial new job new city I don't know anyone I didn't really have cute clothes because I was just <laughs> staying in a hostel and I was kind of like I didn't really shower that much either because I'm the hostel showers are oh, so disgusting yeah. so in general I was just looking like a I was I got thrown into the trash kind of <laughs> to be a bit exaggerated but anyways and I was just like okay I'm gonna go there and like meet this girl that got me this job and I didn't even know that Carol would be there mm -hmm. and I just remember like walking in and a friend was just uh working and Carol was working too and you both just looked so stunning and just so cute and I was just like oh my god and I smelled like soy sauce because we worked in like an Asian place like a poke bowl place, poke bowl place. but yeah you guys just had the biggest smile and you were so nice and I was like okay well maybe they're nice because I don't know why it's intimidating when you meet cute cute people you're always like oh they're, they're not yeah like, like attractive people I yeah. always get so overwhelmed but no you guys were so sweet and you just make me feel so welcome but um yeah that's how I met you and uh the rest is history <laughs> yeah it was really fun because we kind of spent a lot of time together even though we were working so mm -hmm. I, I thought that was so cool to just yeah. be able to you know work with your friends and then after you could just yeah. do some after work like activities and stuff that was so much fun it was actually cool too because I remember you really liked working on the till like talking to people you always yeah. did that and I hated it I was just in the back <laughs> making the rice, the rice. 
even though I love people, but I just, I just hated asking the same question over and over again. Like it was, yeah, it was quite repetitive. Yeah. I just hated that. It freaked me out. Especially when I was like hungover. I was like, I can't do this. I need to make rice. (laughs) Favorite activity. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, like we, I think we both kind of had quite a similar gap year, but a very different gap year than other people, I would say. Mm. You know, what, what do you think is different about our gap year? Well, first of all, I think every gap year is different in a way, I guess, because mm-hmm. every gap year is individual. But um, yeah, like you said in the beginning, a lot of people go to Australia when they have their gap year, like mm-hmm. working and travel gap year. When they go to Australia, they um, normally have the plan that like they want to travel first, like you were saying as well. They um, like look for a place along the East Coast normally where they would fly to and then they travel and then they work and then they travel. But like their main focus is to travel yeah. um, or they travel like they work first and then travel but their main focus yeah like I said is traveling and ticking off places of their like bucket list like places they want to see um along the east coast normally or the west coast um and yeah Carol and I just kind of well we still traveled obviously but I think we had like our home base in Sydney so we just like really lived there we still like obviously it was a traveling gap year but we really lived in this place and it Mm -hmm. made us feel like it was our home and we also only like not only but we met like mainly Australians yeah and we got to know their families and like where they come from like Carol's boyfriend is from Byron Bay so on Christmas we went to see like his family and his friends and really get to see how they live and, and grew, grew up and grew up and I think ooh, I think it was so interesting to see and like really inspiring as well to like really look into their lives and mm-hmm. really get to know Australians because I feel like if you live in a hostel even though I lived in a hostel as well you only get to know a lot of Europeans yeah a lot of Germans as well yes I have never been to a hostel before, but from what I have heard, is a lot of Germans, and yes. a lot of English, people a lot of British well. people. Oh my god, yes! But um, it's fun. It's really cool. But I just had the intention of like actually meeting Australians. And if you want to do that, don't go to a hostel because, um, well, I would still recommend going there in the beginning to meet people. But in general, like I don't think you will meet like Australians a lot of in Australians a hostel. There, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what I actually heard as well before I went to Australia. A lot of people were like. Oh, like if you go to like Australia, because so many Germans go there, you will not speak English once, like in the whole time there. That's like a lot of people told me, and I was like, what? As yeah. if you never really speak that much English. But when I was in the hostel, I knew what they meant, because a lot of people in the hostel just stick to their own like groups. Like Germans were sticking together. Yeah. French were really extreme. Like they were just like, <laughs> they didn't talk to anyone else. And then British people. And of course, it's like you talk to other people as well. But that was just like the general group, because I guess you just kind of like, like sticking to people, yeah. you know? They make you feel a bit like home and yeah. kind of more like, you know, welcome and stuff. But that wasn't my intention. I guess it wasn't your intention either. Yeah. So it was really nice. And I was, we we're just saying that, not saying that like your gap year is bad when you had like that other experience. It's just more like I kind of wished back then before I came to Australia to hear from a person that that's also possible. Yeah, for sure. Because I always thought, oh, it's not possible for me to meet Australians. It's not possible to adjust to their lifestyle. It is. You just have to like... Yeah, get out there and like I think also a workplace really helped us because a lot of Australian young people were working there. Yeah, yeah. So we met a lot of our friends there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, so I guess what a lot of people say is that you always meet people in in a hostel, which is really true and it's really good thing to do at the beginning. But if you want to have like 
staying friendships and like really, really good ones. I'm not saying you can't get that in a hostel, but I think I personally had that more from living in an apartment, living in a place for a longer time. Yeah, me too. And really like sticking with those people. And that's what I wanted. I wanted those relationships and I wanted those like, um, yeah, just feeling like this is my home. Yeah, because I feel like I also love that feeling of when you had a really hard work day and you, mm -hmm. like, we worked a lot there, so I was always, always really tired after work. And I just love that feeling of being able to go to your own home and being able mm -hmm. to actually go to your own apartment and have a nice roommate and talk, to, talk about your day. Obviously, always depends on the person because there are a few people who love, you know, talking a lot talking all day to people mm -hmm. being social all day I love being social you love being social mm -hmm. but I feel like sometimes I need my own space as well yeah and I feel like it's a bit hard to get your own space sometimes in a hostel especially because yeah. you lived with like eight people oh my no, god 11 girls, I had 11 girls in my room and a lot of them were German too and I always felt like I couldn't talk to anyone on my phone I remember I couldn't call my mom because I was like everyone's German everyone would understand what I'm saying even though a lot of people probably wouldn't care but it's just like I just kind of felt like I, I didn't have my space I didn't have mm -hmm. my privacy and like as I said the first three weeks it was actually pretty cool it was a really cool experience to have and like I really enjoyed it I met a lot of cool people there but for the long run if you're working it was so exhausting like I had a drunk girl peeing next to my bed <laughs> I just like couldn't really shower because the showers were always taken there were people throwing up during the day because they were already drunk and it was cool but after a while it just gets really tiring and exhausting and you just I don't think I really had one night of proper sleep in that hostel oh wow because there's always like obviously you have different time frames as well like with everyone you're staying in the room like this person has to wake up then this person has to wake up then yeah different and, routines yeah different routines so obviously you'll get wait like i also have a really light sleep to be honest though like, <laughs> me too i, I always need up, earplugs of someone snoring yeah not even the earplugs were helping yes yeah, snoring that's a big thing too oh my god <laughs> if you think girls can't snore you've never slept in a room with 11 girls who like mainly british they snore so loud <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible but anyways um yeah that's why we think it's also possible if you're thinking about it there's different ways you can create your personal gap, gap year, year. Yeah. yeah but yeah i think we definitely with all those experiences it made us grow as a person mm -hmm. for sure and um we learned lots from those experiences definitely obviously and also from the people we met we have lots of lessons to be grateful for so mm -hmm. that brings us actually to the next thing what did we learn in australia like Teresa said one of the topics today was the lessons that we brought mm -hmm. back home so i'm actually going to start with one um which was really important for me and after going back home i wrote them all into my little diary because you know I, I was reflecting about my gap year and I just wrote them down so I'm just gonna start which was uh, for me was the first one to be on my own mm. because you know you go to this other country on the other side of the world you're all by yourself you know you have to do everything by yourself live buy groceries find a job find friends and if something goes wrong you don't really have your family that you can just ring and say oh yeah something's wrong can mm -hmm. you just come over <laughs> so I feel like that was just a very big part that um played in my growth process and um you know obviously being alone for the first 
weeks because you don't really find good good friends that you can rely on in mm-hmm. the first three days that you're there yeah obviously you have your roommates and because I was sharing my room with two other girls and in my house in total I think there were t- about eight or nine people and they were all really 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 nice but um you know for the first week you kind of still have to figure out who you want to be friends with you obviously have to go out as well to find people that you can hang out with so for me that was quite a big challenge because I remember this one night I was sitting on the couch and it was a Friday night I think and I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like you know what's your plans for the night sweetie and I was like I don't know I think I'm gonna just stay home because I don't really have anything else to do and she was just why don't you just go out by yourself and I was just like even the thought I got goosebumps because I was just so scared of that you know going out by yourself I feel like even nowadays going out by yourself for lunch or dinner when you see someone at a restaurant it's so weird no I think it should get normalized yeah yeah I think yeah like nowadays people say that see that as weird but oh, yeah. I think it should be like you said normalized yeah. I love the, going for lunch by myself same it's such a like relaxing such a relaxing thing. yeah but I know what you mean that you like in that age you're like oh my god going out somewhere alone I'm a loser like yeah, that's yeah. not true at all and I think it's so cool and like so badass that you just went out alone because also I guess like a person like you would not stay alone for long <laughs> to be honest but just like just being like whatever I'm just going to go out alone. Always stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. I went to this bar by myself that night. I went to a bar by myself. And it was just so interesting to actually just sit on the bar by yourself. And I was a bit embarrassed in the beginning because everyone was like, why are you by yourself? And I didn't really have the courage to say, oh, I just came here by myself. I don't know why. That would have been a badass move. Yeah. But I, I think I said it was my, like, my excuse was, oh, I got stood up, which actually worked so well with everyone. Everyone. they were like what why what an asshole and I was like yeah. and that was just so interesting such an interesting experience um but I loved it yeah it was recommended so nice. to everyone but yeah stay safe but normalize going somewhere by yourself it's just like it's a cool experience um but yeah I definitely agree with what you said like to be on your own I think that's a lesson that you eventually if you go somewhere abroad wherever it is everyone has to learn because you get thrown some like in cold water some in, in a way and like also well I guess it depends if you like with friends because mm-hmm. if you like travel somewhere with friends you all already have someone by your side but that's why I'll, I was like I would room uh, I can't speak <laughs> I would recommend <laughs> I would recommend going by yourself because actually it's so cool and yeah. it's like I remember my parents were actually like you can't go somewhere alone you can't even wash your own laundry and I was like that's true but I'm gonna learn it and I did and you did it. I did learn it I'd learn it the hard way I'm still not really good at it to be honest <laughs> adulting is hard adulting is really hard but you just have to do it because like you said there's no one there to help you out with those things and um yeah I think that's a big thing but the whole to be on your own thing, I think you can also see it in a different light. And I think that's what I personally, like, experienced in Australia is because obviously it's your gap year. You, like, maybe find some cute boys there, you know, some, <laughs> some cute, cute kangaroos. Some cute Australian stuff <laughs> boys. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, like, you're single and you're, like, whatever. But I really realized there that because I was so happy and I feel like I really learned to be content with myself that I, like, obviously still had flings here and there, but I didn't need them to be fulfilled like I didn't need those guys and those dates to fulfill me and I Mm -hmm. feel like before when I was like a teenager like I was still a teenager but when I was like 
yeah, in my old hometown, um, I always felt like I needed to be with guys in order to feel good about myself. Yeah, for them like, to tell to tell you things and yeah. for them to make you feel good about yourself. And feel confident and just be like, oh, he said I'm cute. I guess I'm cute then. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like I really had that gap year of like I kind of had my slut phase. I can say that. Can I say that? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, the whoe phase. <laughs> I had a hoe phase, but uh, I feel like I really needed that to explore my body and also just see what I like and also realize that I don't need these guys. These guys need me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> these guys need me. <laughs> but like, no, just like, I don't know. I just felt confident about myself and I just... I kept that feeling. And That's such a beautiful thing. Yeah, I feel like you kind of underestimate just being like a badass bitch. Be like, yeah, I had a date with this guy, but not because like I needed a guy to be in my life, just because I just wanted just to enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, just have fun, you know. Yeah, so um, that brings us to the, my question. So what's a lesson you like learned, like a proper new lesson that you brought back home? Well... I mean, I guess the one I just said, but also um, one lesson that I think I've learned is that communication is everything. I guess that's also what this podcast is kind of about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and with that being said, what I mean is that um, just basically the people you meet there and all the chats and the conversations you have, I don't think you realize it in the moment, but when you look on it later, you're like, whoa, like this conversation or this person and this chat really like inspired me or made mm-hmm. me grow or made me rethink things I like thought before or mm-hmm. like just changed my outlook on life and things I did and just I don't know I just realized how much like talking to people can help in many different ways and just like how much I actually enjoy communicating with other people and mm-hmm. meeting new people and how much you can gain from those conversations and those communications and yeah you just meet so many people from all over the world and um, I just feel like that was so inspiring for me and made me like helped me a bit to like find myself I know that's such a cliche thing that you find yourself and you get but it's true but it's true like and I think that was actually the main part why it kind of made me find myself is talking to people from everywhere and with different backgrounds and different like just yeah different backgrounds and different interests and just in general different people yeah and I think that's what uh was a big lesson that I've learned I feel like this lesson also concerns me quite a lot because I feel like before I I went to um, Australia, before my gap year, I was always a person who never really, I was never really good at talking about, you know, something that was bothering me Mm -hmm. or, you know, in general, when there was conflict, I never really could express my emotion and my opinion really clearly. So Mm -hmm. I know the other person never really knew what was wrong or something, if there was something wrong even. So I feel like, you know building a relationship in Australia and um, being together with my my boyfriend still now, I I learned it in so many ways how communicating with the other person, not only in a relationship but also in a friendship Mm -hmm. or just at work or something, how important communicating is. So, like, communicating if something is bothering you because the other person can't smell if something's wrong, you know. I feel like that's just so important and in general just in life. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was really important for me. Um, but yeah, so that brings us to the next lesson. Mm. Let's talk a bit about the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you have to respect the planet. Yeah, that's that's one of the lessons. Like you have to respect the planet because natural, natural, no, nature, 
Nature is absolutely beautiful. Nature. <laughs> Natural. <laughs> yeah, nature is absolutely beautiful. And maybe you don't believe it, but when you come to Australia, you will. Like, yeah. The nature there is insane. And not saying the German, like the nature in Germany is not beautiful, but I feel like Australia is just really known for like the Great Barrier Reef oh, and all the beautiful places. The and, ocean. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah, like the beaches there and just oh, wow. everything is so beautiful. Like, oh. I saw a dolphin for the first time there. It was actually the yeah. most beautiful day ever. And kangaroos. It's crazy. Uh, Koalas? Like, oh, I've never seen a koala. What? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're cute. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, nature is just so beautiful. And I think Carol and I really realized when we were there that we have to make sure that we don't ruin it anymore. Because, like, I think before I lived... Like, before I went to Australia, I lived in my small town bubble, and, like, I knew the climate change was going on, and I knew that our environment kind of needed help, but I think if you live in your own bubble, you're just like, what can I do? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't really think about it that much. I at least didn't. And when I came to Australia, and we both were there while the bushfires were there. Oh, wow. That was crazy. Yeah, that was actually pretty sad, I think, as well. Like, everyone was wearing masks, and it was so smoky, and... Oh, I remember I was going home from work, and I sent someone... Um, a message and I sent a photo of the CBD when I was leaving work and it was you could not see the skyscrapers like it was so smoky and also mm. really like hazy and just just gross yeah and you didn't want to really you didn't really want to breathe in because it yeah. was just so smoky and it was so bad yeah I just also rem- oh my god Siri I'm sorry guys she just <laughs> So you want to be part of the podcast. She always wants to be part. I know. This happened several times before, guys. But, um, yeah, I think what you said, like, it was just, like, you could really see how our how our behavior is affecting the environment mm-hmm, and our mm-hmm. planet. And I was just like, okay, I need to, like, do something about it. And then we're not saying that we're, like, the perfect people that respect that planet so much and, like, we everything we do is perfect and environmental friendly. It's just more like thinking about your behavior and what you can do and um, doing things step by step, like maybe reducing your meat intake mm-hmm. or reducing your dairy intake or reducing your fast fashion intake, which was a big lesson for both wow. of us. Yeah, we. I feel like we both lived quite a similar lifestyle before, like, mm. you know, going shopping and just wanting to have the best, like yeah. the newest clothes and just really trendy clothes and just going to Zara or H&M or wherever and just spending money, not really yeah. thinking about where it came from and what kind of impact it has yeah, on the, the cheaper the better as yeah, well that was actually what I was thinking oh like it's on sale like only five yeah. euros bye the more the better as well yeah like. and now I'm just for, for you as well we both kind of really mm. just focus on buying vintage and secondhand. I, yeah. I feel bad if I go into a Zara I know I went into a Zara the other day and I was I was just feeling out of place. I don't yeah. know why, but it gave me really bad energy. Yeah, so just, like, shout out to everyone who, like, thinks about buying vintage, do it. Because, like, you can get so many nice pieces from mm-hmm. shopping vintage. And I think it's also the people that plays into the communication is everything part. We met a lot of people who were doing something for the environment. We had friends who, like, crocheted their own bikinis. Or, like, we're just in general, like, focusing more on how much plastic they were, like... Using and um, or buying, well, how much they were buying, and we had a friend who had a vintage brand, a fashion brand, and I think we just got like met so many people that were actually doing something about it, and we're like, okay, well, I guess you can do something about it, and it just made you realize like 
you can change your behavior and you can do something to save the planet. Because, yeah, when you're really affected by it and you see it in front of your eyes, how mm-hmm. the planet and our environment is just going downhill, Yeah, um, it really affects you more. And it's sad that you have to come to so far to really realize how bad it is. But um, we're here to tell you now it is pretty bad. <laughs> it, do something about it. Even yeah. though it's, we're not saying that you should totally change your lifestyle from no. one day to the other because that's not possible like saying oh yeah i'm not going to use any plastic i'm not going to eat any meat no dairy yeah, i and still use plastic yeah like sometimes it's in avoid like it's not to avoid yeah. it's not you know it's not actually possible to avoid those things mm-hmm. but you know the little things it's all about the little things mm-hmm. and realizing it that it's all on us yeah the future is on us so i feel like all those people that we've met and all their actions just help yeah. us realize that yeah. because before that I was just not thinking about it at all. It was just kind of always in the yeah. back of my mind, but I never really yeah. wanted to think about it too much. There's no planet B. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, another lesson that I, um, for me, I wrote into my little book at the end of my year was the following. So um, it was that people make mistakes I know it sounds cheesy and you've heard it a million times in your life, but honestly, being on my own, having to fight my own battles, meeting so many cool people, but also a few different and a bit, you know, difficult people to deal with um, in all aspects of my life (laughs) made me realize that mistakes are so normal and Mm. it's okay. You learn out of your mistakes. It doesn't matter if it's in friendships or relationships or at work. Don't beat yourself about like up about it because it's a completely human thing. And also... Not only mistakes, like you don't only make mistakes, but also forgiveness is so important. Mm. Because if you just keep not forgiving, it just, this energy builds up in you and it just makes you feel really bad. Yeah, it makes you bad. It makes you bad. (laughs) It (laughs) It makes makes you bad. It makes you feel bad. I think so too. So you should also do kind of for yourself and just be like, okay, whatever. The past is the past. Um, like don't Hannah dwell Mon- on the past. Yeah, like Hannah Montana says, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. You yeah, know? like <laughs> she's just oh, she's my inspiration. Same. <laughs> but no, that's like actually so true. Like everybody's everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. We're not perfect either. So yeah, forgive the other person and just kind of like maybe try to put yourself in their shoes as to why they maybe did mm-hmm. something and just be like, it wasn't cool, but it's it's okay. I'll forgive that person yeah. and. You know. But also, just not only forgiving other people, it's also just yourself. Oh, yeah. Because I, I honestly sometimes see myself, when I make a mistake, I, I, I'm so mean to myself. And I'm, mm. I think, why did you just do this? It was so stupid. And yeah. you should never, ever do this again. And I just get really frustrated with myself. Yeah. How do you, like, do, are you the same or how do you feel about that I just thought about a really funny situation I think you're probably thinking about bigger mistakes but just you know when you sometimes when there's like the cashier or something and they're like oh my god like, like when you're at the restaurant and they're like enjoy your food and you're like you too and it's like oh no they're not, they don't have food <laughs> it's just the waiter oh no that was embarrassing why did you do that why are you so awkward oh I feel like that was just something I just thought about and you're like forgive yourself that's so true <laughs> just like moments like that where you say something back to a person and you're like oh no wait okay whatever bye yeah sometimes at work sometimes someone when they say something to me and I say something back and I don't I can't really speak and I say something completely weird mm. and you just 
smile and nod and just walk away. I just and hope I, they didn't hear yeah. it. <laughs> and I'm like, Karen, why did you just say that? That was <laughs> so stupid. stupid. <laughs> Anyways, that was just something I thought about, but I guess you mean like bigger mistakes. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that just popped into my head when you asked me. <laughs> But that's so true. Yeah. I think we all make that. Yeah, because I don't make big mistakes. No, just kidding. That wasn't really funny. But I don't know why you said that. Anyway, we're in a really funny mood today. Yeah. Um, yeah, Teresa, do you have any lessons you could think of? Um, yes. Actually, one that's like one of my biggest one, I think, is the one that's um, that money doesn't buy happiness and that you can always appreciate the small things. And um, that especially what I mean with that is money doesn't buy happiness is like, like we said before I think before I went to Australia I just yeah like enjoyed shopping enjoyed a lot of materialistic things and I'm not saying buying stuff for yourself can't be is not good but I feel like that was my only happiness like Mm -hmm. I feel like that was just like so much joy to me to like go shopping and like having a shopping day and like owning things and like I don't know I just really really loved it and I think that was like like my endorphins came from that yeah and when I was in Australia I realized because you don't have that much because you live in a hostel you don't have that much money you're just focusing on other things you just realize how I don't know I just felt like after a few months I still love fashion and shopping I just wasn't interested in that anymore that much because I was like I'm so happy I'm genuinely happy with my life I live next to the beach I have a cool job I have cool friends like I was genuinely happy with what I was doing that I didn't need that fulfillment of buying stuff and I think that's something that I realized there while I was actually there and I was like whoa like I don't want I don't want to go shopping like I have everything I need and um I think that was such a beautiful message and lesson that I've learned and I still take this with me and Mm -hmm. I still have this like in my head that like obviously you want to buy things here and there but you don't need all this stuff and decluttering all your stuff as well as kind of relaxing and just nice and just focusing on other things than just owning things and I just realized that it is possible to be happy in other ways and other areas and just find, find your happiness in other things that are more meaningful than and more stimulating than yeah. just having materialistic things so yeah and also like I said the appreciate it appreciating the little things just I really enjoyed my cup of coffee in the morning mm-hmm. and just like having a picnic with friends having a good dinner like I just really appreciated other things much more than just kind of materialistic things yeah I feel like also for me living out of a suitcase you can only pack just certain things into mm-hmm. a small a lot of people also take backpacks, but I took a suitcase. <laughs> um, yeah, so living out of the suitcase for a year, you can only pack in a certain amount of things into it. You can, obviously can't bring your whole life mm-hmm. from your hometown to yeah. wherever you're going. Living out of a suitcase for a year, honestly, was the best thing for me ever because mm-hmm. it just made me realize I honestly don't need a lot of clothes. Yeah. Owning a lot of clothes, clothes just stresses me out. Now, yeah. nowadays where I'm back home and I have a few more things than just the little suitcase, honestly, sometimes I don't even want to think about my outfit because or like whatever you're wearing or whatever, because yeah. it just freaks me out. Yeah. Well, fun fact, I'm actually wearing the same outfit <laughs> I was wearing for the last three days. I just See, that's that. a cool thing though. Because it's a cute outfit and I was meeting my friend today and she hasn't seen it yet. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to wear it again. <laughs> and I texted Carol, I was like, I'm wearing the same outfit. And she was like, do you not wash? And I was like, oh. I did, but... Actually, I didn't. I know you didn't. You're rude. (laughs) Well, I washed my other stuff, but I was like, it was pouring rain as well. So don't wear something fresh when it's raining outside. People will think I'm disgusting now. (laughs) Anyways, it's a cute outfit. You should see it. But anyways, 
getting off off topic but um yeah what's your next lesson for me my next lesson would be that family means everything because i'm quite a big family person so my family means a lot to me we kind of have a really we've always had a really strong bond so with my parents i've you know i we get along really well mm-hmm. so for me being apart from them really really showed me and how much i appreciate them and how much they actually appreciate me because the amounts of times my mom or my dad or my sister messaged me that they miss me so much and I actually know that they really mm-hmm. really miss me they they're not just saying it because i'm not there yeah honestly make me love them so much so much more um but it's not only about family so blood related people it's also about your friends mm-hmm. because like we said our friends were mostly australian australians and you know by living with people in a close space for a certain and long amount of time mm-hmm. honestly makes them your family and also working with them seeing yeah. them every day making like doing so much and hanging out with them so much actually brings you together into a little family yeah so for me it was not only my my family in germany that was back in germany but also it felt really good to have my own little sydney family yeah even at like family dinners exactly having family dinners and cooking together going out together going to the beach and traveling together yeah and that just that bond was meant a lot to me and still means a lot to me yeah well i guess carol and i became really good friends through that i think that definitely was a big part because we were hanging out so much so that's why we're sitting here together now <laughs> you're not getting rid of me doing the podcast. <laughs> but that also leads into the next lesson that we have which is what real friendship means i think that kind of goes into each other because um yeah like you said you just really figure out what real friendship yeah means yeah what your fr- <laughs> real friends are that actually is like my case because before I went abroad, I had, I think, what I called friends, you know, Mm -hmm. and having a best friend and everything. And going abroad, obviously you change a lot and you change your, a lot about yourself and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how how you see life. And all the people back home, they're still in the same place, still going out in the same spots, you know, maybe studying there, which is not a bad thing, but you changing and the whole world around you not changing kind of sometimes people, they don't, they don't work anymore. For Mm -hmm. me, that was the case because go, you know, not being home for a year and some people just really showed me, oh, okay, they're not my friends. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, meeting all those cool and inspiring people in Australia and that made me realize, oh, they are actually friends and they're yeah. friends for life because they just make me feel so good. Yeah, I really, really agree with what you said. And I think also what you said with like cool people, I think a lot of people like misunderstand cool as a word of like oh cool people are like people that have a big car and big clothes uh, clothes <laughs> fancy clothes and like just have everything come back to the materialistic thing but actually with cool people we mean people that show their true colors and are just content with themselves and led you into their life and are supportive and like inspiring and just just good humans and but like also like you said growing apart from other people it's not a bad thing that happens in life and i think sometimes you just have to let go of your old yeah old relationships yeah and it's not a bad thing no obviously because you know they are started they are having maybe having a new chapter you're having a new chapter growing apart is not a bad thing no it's okay yeah 
<laughs> it's hard maybe then, but you'll look back and it'll be like, oh, whatever, I'm a new, a new Carol. Maybe I just don't, don't need these people anymore and maybe they don't need me and that's fine. You yeah. Know, life goes on. That brings us to the next lesson, Teresa. Anything you would have, would like to say? Well, I just talked about life and I think <laughs> my, my last lesson as well, or our last lesson for today is really beautiful, I think, and it's uh, life comes in waves. Um, so that, that being said is that what I mean with it is life can be really beautiful, but also life can suck a lot. Mm -hmm. And most of the times our gap year was beautiful because obviously like a new country, like next to the beach and it's just nice, but obviously there are also a lot of situations where it can suck and you just have to really understand that that's how life is. And you also need this shitty days to appreciate the good ones even more. And I also really realized that because I was there while the pandemic was going on, like while everything was happening. And a lot of people went back home because they were scared. They were scared of the whole situation of what's going to happen. And I was still in Australia and I was like, you know what? I have my friends here, my life here, and I'll just stay there. And I think that's also the moment where I really appreciate the little things like going for a coffee walk with my friends. And I really appreciate my friends there because I, they just gave me this family feeling and made me really like survive this whole pandemic because otherwise I wouldn't have had anyone because my family wasn't there and I was obviously scared too of what this whole thing is I still don't know mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on mm -hmm. but uh, I just realized that like you know like I said before you don't need those like big things you can just enjoy life and I just enjoyed life there even though there was a pandemic because I was next to the ocean. I could have my friends and my coffee and stuff. And obviously I was like, oh, it's my gap year. I want to go out and do all these things. Mm -hmm. I had like a trip to Asia planned, but that's just how it is. And I really learned to like enjoy my life still and just even the shitty moments. And I was like, okay, well, that's just how it is. And don't, don't be like sad about, obviously you can be sad about it, but don't be like, oh no, like what can I do? Just be like, okay, Don't that's, dwell on it. Yeah, just accept how it is and just be like, okay, I'll move on and what can I do to make it more positive? And I think I definitely became a more positive person in Australia mm -hmm. as well. Not saying that I was a really negative person before, but I think I just, yeah, was more grateful about things. Because um, yeah, it was also easier to be grateful and things there because yeah, it was just so <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I just loved it so much. And, yeah. yeah, for me, I had so many moments. I don't know about you, but in those moments I was just it was mo like most of the times when I was looking at the uh, at the star sky mm. like the star I've never seen stars as beautiful as I've seen in my gap year in Australia I'm not kidding and in those moments I was just thinking to myself I'm so damn happy mm. and you know when it's like so damn happy <laughs> and you know when it's like rushing through your whole body and you yeah. just feel so warm and fuzzy mm. and you just look wherever you whatever you're doing if if it's at a family dinner or if you're looking at the sunset or if you're at a party mm -hmm. or I don't know what mm. it can be any little thing and I was just looking around me and thinking to myself wow I'm so happy yeah probably everyone out there is just like oh shut up <laughs> but no it's true and it's just like the thing that I feel like a lot of people think they can't they don't deserve happiness they don't deserve a life like that and I think oh I can't go to Australia because of this it is possible to go there we didn't have any money after school we just worked our asses off to be able to go to Australia and we just wanted to show you that it is possible to go abroad and it doesn't have to be Australia but just like any other place if you really want it you can have it and it's it's worth it and you just like have to focus on maybe don't spend your money on 
on other things mm-hmm. and just yeah enjoy just try it like also i learned a lot to actually be able to deal with my money and mm-hmm. you know you have to obviously can't spend your money at the beginning of the week and yeah it kind of really helped me to sort of my sort out my financials my financials my finances yeah <laughs> and just you know you're having to buy groceries mm-hmm. and you kind of have to ration your money because you also want to go out and yeah. you want to do different things um so yeah that was for me, quite a big lesson as well. But do you think Australia changed you, Teresa? Um, I think yes, in a way. But I don't think it fully changed everything about me. Like, I feel like when people think of change, they think of a complete new person. I d- that didn't happen to me. I think it's just a few things that changed. Like, the obvious things, like, my style changed, my uh, my taste of voice changed, my music taste changed. Like, I loved listening to techno all of a sudden. My music, my music taste changed so much. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, just... I could say like obvious things, but um, also like just my outlook on life and like the lessons I've just said, like that changed and my interests changed. And yeah, those things changed. Or I grew, I would say, yeah, I grew as a person, mm-hmm. but I think my core values and my core personality traits stayed the same. And I think that's also because I thought I, well, I didn't really know if I changed or not. I didn't really think about it that much. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I came home, my friends from my hometown were like, I think they were thinking that I changed a lot because they just saw my Instagram photos and they were like, oh, she's a complete different human. And I remember I was sitting down with them and just talking to them. They're like, like, yeah, things have changed about you, but your core personality is like still, still the old same. Teresa in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's so beautiful because I still kept a part of my old self and uh, still like grew as a person because I think a lot of people also have these like cliches. Like my friends were thinking that, because I went to Australia, all of a sudden I'm like vegan and walking barefoot all the time and have long hair to my ass and just, you know, I'm a full hippie now. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, but, you know, I guess it's what a lot of people think that when you go abroad, you come back as a completely different, different human. Person, yeah. And that didn't happen, but it definitely grew and changed in a way. Mm-hmm. What about you? Honestly, sometimes when I think about it, or especially when I came back home after the year I was like oh my god I'm I changed so much and everything's you know Mm -hmm. when you come back home and everything's just the same Mm -hmm. like even how my mom put the plates into the the kitchen (laughs) is still the same like the same way yeah and then sometimes I have those moments where I'm like oh I really didn't change like am I still the same person and I have those moments sometimes Mm -hmm. where I honestly overthink it too much I'm like did I change did I not change and should I change but then other days again I honestly look back how I was in the beginning mm-hmm. how I was when I when I before I went and how I'm now and how I was when I came back home and I definitely changed mm-hmm. because I feel like my focus now is a lot more on working on myself I learned lots of different things like I discovered meditation for me I just mm-hmm. I discovered just kind of to be really kind to myself and just a lot of things I honestly kind of started the journey of discovering myself yeah that sounds that no that sound makes sense to me. to me yeah because before I didn't really really think about that and now I really want to I my focus is on all of those things mm-hmm. and just kind of you know the fun part of life is just to discover yourself and that's yeah. that was that's what changed a bit about me I think but yeah these are all the lessons 
that we learned. Mm. I'm pretty sure that a few more, but yeah. these well, are all we could think of. Maybe someone can tell us. Out yeah. There. Maybe we didn't even realize, but. But yeah, we honestly wanted to kind of um, tell you if you're thinking about going, if you're just thinking about going abroad, if you have the idea, like Nike says, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Teresa hates that joke, but just do it. Um, doesn't have to be exactly Australia. It can be anywhere in the world. Like, obviously, we're talking about our experiences, mm-hmm. but it does. You can be. You can go anywhere and still learn a lot of lessons, meet a lot of interesting people. Um, so it doesn't really have to be Australia. No. Australia is still beautiful. And we recommend Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we really recommend Australia because we've lived it. But, yeah, it can be very, very scary at first. Yeah, That definitely. whole Change is scary. Change is scary. The whole thing, going abroad and going by yourself, what we recommend. Mm-hmm. You can obviously take a friend, but we recommend definitely go by yourself. Yeah, you, you would learn different lessons, I feel like, when you would take a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like Teresa said, change is so good and also makes you grow as a person and it challenges us, mm-hmm. you know. It makes us go out of your uh, out of our comfort zone and we definitely think it could be a life-changing choice that you would make definitely you don't even have to do work and travel you could do like au pair or whatever it is there's so many options out there that you can go abroad and yeah even if you hate it you will definitely learn something and i don't think you would hate it maybe you'll hate a few moments like you know bad stuff that happens to you but that can happen every time in your normal life and mm-hmm. it's just so cool to kind of escape your old life and go into a new life and if you're thinking about it just do it because yeah like you said there's nothing wrong with it and yeah just do it <laughs> but um yeah guys thank you so much for listening today and for tuning in again and um we hope you liked everything we said in this episode and if you want to hear more about maybe some funny story times or just in general <laughs> Yeah, things about Australia or just, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, you can always text us on our Instagram account and let us know. But um, we just wanted to say that um, no matter where you are right now, is exactly where you need to be. And yeah, have a beautiful day or night, wherever you are. And don't worry, always be present. And yeah, we'll talk to you in our next episode. Bye.